Hey guys, what's going on? You reached the Coffee Talk podcast with John Papaloni. Today I am going to talk to you about lead generation. If you're in business, whether it's real estate or any business, lead generation is probably one of the top priorities that you have because obviously no sales, no business. And this is a common question I see online, people asking, at least in my groups, and everyone's always asking, what's the best lead generation options available what's the cheapest what's the most productive what's the most you know what are the different options is there a range who should we use who shouldn't shouldn't we use should we do social media by ourselves should we get somebody else to do it? it's always the same questions like that and you know what it's understandable i mean like i said i just said it's the fundamental component to your business is sales and usually to get sales, if you want to go outside your sphere of influence, which is your circle of people who know you, the best way to get out there is through lead gen activities. And there's many forms and many ways to do it, but the one I'm going to focus on today is going to be online. And a lot of companies are out there that do it, a lot of companies that promote things. There's different ways, I'm sure. If you're in business, you've heard companies call you, tell you that they're going to get you the most amount of leads for the lowest price, etc. I'm sure you've heard the terms SEO, SEM, and um, you know social media. The people talk about uh, getting you likes and shares, and pretty much the answer is always the same. When someone says, I'm going to get you more likes and shares, the common response is, I don't give a shit about likes and shares. Right? And really, the reason is that it costs money and you have to build a following and build everything and it's very expensive to do. Originally, social media was thought out as a better way to reach your audience for lower money than traditional print revenue. I'm here to tell you that is not true either. It can be, but it's not necessarily the truth. There's, um, like I said, many forums. I'm going to start off with uh, the differences what what you should use would really vary based on the business you're in and what you're targeting. Like prime example, we'll take Google. What I like about Google AdWords is that people on Google are searching in the search engine for something that they are interested in searching for right now. So that's the benefit of using Google out there is getting people who are in the market at this moment, they're doing the search right this moment. And in terms of that, there's no real brand loyalty if you're on the search bar. Like, if you're on the search bar looking for, just say, real estate agent in Toronto, clearly, if you're typing that in, there is no loyalty whatsoever to anyone there. They're looking for a random search, random person, doesn't really matter. It's usually the top three to five people that they see online is the one they're going to click on. And, um, but again, that's really not a surprise. Um, and that's the point of Google is get people who don't know you. So the key component there, what I'm trying to get at here, is that you want to get into the top three to five and Google AdWords is great to do that for the more immediate searches, for the more immediate leads. So how would you how you would do that is you would create your Google AdWords account, obviously, and it's a very simple formula. Like once upon a time I was number one four homes in Toronto I hit the top number one and I got there within three hours of being on Google AdWords 
Sounds fantastic. Sounds incredible. I sound like I'm a genius, like I know what I'm talking about. I can assure you I have no idea what I'm talking about. I don't have no idea. How I did it was pretty much I spoke to someone at Google, and they taught me some new things about it, and they helped me set that campaign up. And pretty much that's how I got to it. It is very simple. I learned it. It's like an auction on Google. All you have to do is be the highest bidder and remain the highest bidder and you will remain on top. As an example, when you're in Google, you're going to basically put in your budget and you're going to do it based on the max, like the most amount you want to pay per click per day. And pretty much all you have to, they show you what the average is, what the top pay is, what the lowest budget is. Very simple. Go a dollar more than what the last person did and you'll hit the top. It's really that simple. You may not necessarily want to be number one because it could be as high as 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a lead could be expensive. Could be four dollars. It all depends. You have to research it and, re and the best way is to research the top terms for your industry. Because if you're going to be number one on a term that nobody searches, that's pretty much going to be useless. So that's there's no secret trick to Google. It's really that simple. And that's as easy as it gets. Um, now, when you're going into Facebook, and I'll just say Facebook, but pretty much this goes with any social media. The idea with social media isn't to send out a message of buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. You know, here's my product, 20% off, come to me, buy it now, sell it now, whatever. That's not generally going to work. So when you're saying social media hasn't worked for you, that's probably the message you've been given out. And that's probably why it doesn't work. So the main thing is that you want to be consistent on uh, social. The idea is to have a, um, it's more about education than direction to buy. So daily, if you post daily and you post something, like even like this uh, podcast that I'm doing now, I'm not asking you to buy anything from me. I'm not asking you to sell anything to you. Use me, don't use me, doesn't matter. It's not the point of this video. And that's a, that's a prime example. This is more of education and my experiences on what I did and do for lead generation. So that is a prime example. You're watching this to get my take on it. That's a form of education. That's a form of informing your, you know, your followers. It's a form of building an audience. In general, when people add you to Facebook or accept your request, they've looked you up. They're not going to just randomly hit accept. There you are. They've looked at you. They know what you do. So now it's a matter of why are you here? Why do I need a, to pay attention to you? Why, like, what's the point? If I know you, that's great. We're keeping in contact. If I know you, then it means I already know what you do. So these things are really just reminders so that I'm looking, I'm looking for something and go, oh yeah, John does that, I forgot. Glad he uh, posted, I remember now. Or something like, if I don't know you, I've looked you up and now I know, so I constantly see you online and, and that we can interact and we can chat together and that's the point. So organic isn't organic in terms of like, you're just going to post on Facebook and a thousand people are going to see it and bam, your phone's going to ring off the book, the hook, I mean. It doesn't work that way. It's constant contact, constant, you know, communicating. And that's one of the ways you build a following, build a thing. It's a long-term process. 
and that's organically. Now another way to do it through Facebook, another, sorry, let me rephrase it. One of the things that we make a mistake on when it comes to social media, is we and even our websites, like I'm gonna even bring in my websites into this. One of the mistakes we do is we make it about us. I'm a realtor, let's face it, everybody knows that. You can, If you see my profile, it's written all over. I, I made sure of that. But the thing is, here's the thing, it's not about me in general, it's not about the brand. When it comes to your consumers, neither of those actually matter. At least it's not 100%. The thing you should focus on is your target market, your consumer. What are they looking for? What do they want? What do they need help with? And if you can figure out what they need help with and you can find a solution and you provide that solution, naturally, you're going to be on the top of their mind. And if you're on the top of their mind, by default, most of them will use you. But if you're just promoting yourself, I'm with Royal Page, I'm with Remax, I'm with whatever, I'm a realtor, I'm a this, I'm a that, then all this here is the same mundane message that everyone says. You know what I mean? Like, when your phone rings and you don't know the number, what's the natural reaction? I don't want to answer this. Why? Because you feel that it's going to be another person asking you to buy something. And nobody, nobody wants to buy anything. Not, at least, not because someone called them. So, the idea here is if you want to get, like, I'm going to get to another point, which is why I'm getting to this. I have two websites. My johnpapaloni.com. That's an information website. You want to look up mortgage rates. You want to look up uh, what you need for down payment, insurance, all that stuff. I have that all on my website. But that John Papaloni is more of an information. It does not, it serves my ego more than it serves the clientele other than that information. It will not generate leads. I get a lot of viewers on that website. Nobody registers for it. I get no leads whatsoever. And that's okay because that site was not intended for that. My target area as a general rule is Oakville and Burlington. So this is where I'm going at. I have a lead gen website. It is oakvilleburlington.ca. The intention of that is for people to log in, input their information so I get that, and it tells me what they're looking at so I know exactly what they're targeting, what they're trying to view, and what they're after. It gives me all their information because once they register, you're going to have your name, your number, and your email. And right away from that point in time, everything you do through the site is recorded in my CRM. So I've known which properties you looked at three times, four times, once, twice. If you spend five seconds on it, ten seconds on it, one minute on it, whatever. So I know what's of interest to you. Also, when you register, I use a uh, company called Twillow, which gives uh, text messages to the person who registers. That pretty much introduces it, saying, hello, my name is John. I am here to uh, help you if you need it. Thank you for you know registering at oakvilleburlington.ca. Let me know what you need, something along those lines. And if somebody wants help, they will message back. And if they don't, they move on, and that's okay too. Because the idea is for them to search for properties in the areas that they are seeking. It is not 
intended to have a constant contact where I'm going to have to pitch you every single time. But it's just letting you know that I am there to help if you need it. So now I just need to get people to the site. And that's where it goes back to what I said with Google. The other way to do it is with Facebook. Is like, prime example, we'll take Oakville, Burlington. So you take the average price there. And we're just, for reference, going to say pretend it's 880000 for the average detached home. So if I'm targeting people looking for homes, you know, at the you know at the average price, I'm going to put out an ad that says, "Search for homes in Burlington for less than a million dollars." As an example, and that link when they click is going to take them to my website with all the filters and parameters already put in there, so that they only see the homes that's under a million dollars. Right? Because if you're searching, you know your budget. You may not tell me what it is, but you know it. So if I have the right image, and that's not my message, and it catches that person's attention, because I do target marketing, meaning when I input it back into Facebook, I don't just put search for homes under a million. I'm very, very targeted. Some of the stuff I do is A, I first fill in my area. So what I tend to do, for Burlington, where are the majority of the people coming from? Right, I look at the data, I look at the stats. Are people in Burlington just moving from one side of Burlington to the other? Are they coming from Hamilton into Burlington? Are they coming from Toronto? Are Oakville people moving to Burlington? I establish that and I establish the parameters. So then I enter the locations that I'm targeting. And then I and I'm very, very specific. I look at you know, look at the homes and who would fit that demographic and where do the majority of the people live that would fit that demographics that's going there. So I would set up my demographic and locations based on that. So that that's one of the things. So I got Burlington that way. I got the demographics done that way. The second thing I do is who do I not want to see these ads? That's one of the benefits of Facebook. They allow you to exclude. So what do I do? I tend to exclude the people in my industry. So if you have a title of a real estate broker, real estate salesperson, you have a title, if you work with Remax, Century 21, or any of the lists that I have there, you will not see my ads. I have filtered you out. If you followed Richard Robbins, Tom Ferry, or any of the um, real estate gurus, you will not see me because chances are the only people watching those ones are people in the industry. But now, I also input what I do include. So such as for me like I'm talking about for me your business would defer than what I do you'd have to do things that apply to you so the other thing I would do so that what, I, what do I include let's see who would look at homes hmm maybe someone recently engaged recently married expanding their family so yes I would include all those three um, New job promotion, you might want to upgrade your house, you might, might be relocating, as well as uh, have the interest in people who, for, for this particular case, for the detached home that we're talking about, I'd have anybody that looked at a semi-detached or shown interest online in a semi-detached, detached home, single family home. Um, what else? And there's, hmm, I don't remember everything I did, but I had a whole list of stuff. 
and it's all behavioral patterns of people who would most likely look at those homes that are from you know under a million dollars and again you can have different profiles on Facebook different advertisements different everything and I, I'm just giving you an example of one of my targeted ads so I have the lead gen site that takes people's information filters out what they search and lets me know what they're what they're constantly looking at and how often they're on there and stuff so I get their profile from that and then Facebook targets the people looking so they're only sending people looking at homes to my site or shown interest in the homes in the site so that is one of the ways I do lead generation now there's many companies that could do it and there's many and you can also do it yourself it depends on how much time you have if you want to allocate funds to do it and in terms of budget it's whatever you can afford whatever you can my suggestion is always look at the amount of money that you could disappear from your bank account and you wouldn't be hurt I mean of course if you put in something like just say you put in five hundred dollars into something and you don't get the results you want of course it's gonna sting but can you live with that because it's not a short-term process it's a long-term process and that's the key thing like prime example internet leads as a general rule they suck and what it means is there's a lot of times people look but they're not looking they may not be in the market like for six months a year sometimes they have a realtor that they use as an example but they don't want to bother the person they'd rather look online on their own and they just came across your site so they're looking through your site to, uh, to see what they like and what they don't like because they're not quite ready so they do not want to bother the realtor right now doesn't matter what you do that person's not coming to you because they're not looking for you or me in this case so that's an example so the reality is with online leads it's the same as the direct mail outs you're only gonna get three to five percent the idea is that you can reach more people through online for the same cost or little less than the direct mail and it can be more consistent but you gotta work the leads too it's not just they go on your website and expect them to call it's not like Ooh, oh I'm looking oh I see this house wow I love this house oh what's this guy's number I'm gonna call him that's not gonna happen that's not gonna happen at all I tell you very rarely which is why I have the the AI that reaches out to people because it's constantly message well not constantly it's messaging them and giving them the opportunity to reply because now I'm the first one in front of them so it's harder for them to go online and look for someone to ask about that than it is just to reply to me but again that's still three to five percent and that's just one of the strategies like when it comes to social media I suggest that you post daily if you can post at least once a day if not more if you can't and it's really just too hard and I don't have time for this and I don't really care to do this it's too much at least do once a week if you wanna make sure you have daily contact you do your own personal once or twice a week then get a company to help you so then you can post more I post truth be told I post three four five times a day sometimes twice depending on the day it's I use social media more to document what I'm doing than I do to um, promote and um, so that's pretty much what I do with it 
and that's my whole goal my whole intention and that um, it's just documenting so you can see everything I do all my path along the way and if there's stuff that's interesting you you can communicate because it's social it's supposed to it's supposed to be about interacting and that's what I usually use it for so again you can use a company to help you with this you can do it on your own and that's just social media the lead generation is very easy um, the lead generation I do a little bit of both use a company and use it on my own as an example my website was created by agent locator and um, they do my they handle my Google AdWords I don't even touch it unless I have a special event or special promotion or something that I want to do then I add my own but as a general rule I don't touch Google at all anymore I just let them do it and it's been quite good for me in terms of Facebook they have their promos for me and I do some of my own as well like I said I'm constantly producing content this is content you want to grow and you want to grow through the internet keyword content 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 the more content you produce the more people that will see it the more people that will see it the more people that become to know get to know who you are and the more people that you will basically have conversation with and more conversations with the more leads you get the more leads you get the more referrals you get and then therefore it's a spiraling thing that keeps growing and growing and growing that's the positive there will be people that you will realize are not for you that's a bonus too you won't waste your time going in circles like you can do sometimes so anyways just experiment try it out see what happens you have nothing to lose by trying and there's many many options out there talk to companies see what they offer if you have a budget for it get into it I mean like I said I do both agent locator does my websites does my lead gen website does my Google they even do Facebook ads for me but I also contribute myself and I do content as well so that's my take of the day thank you for listening to coffee talk with John Papalone